are tuned in to New Stars with Neil Clark playing the up-and-coming artist first. Hear their stories before anyone else. Coming up on today's show. You were born to make a difference. You know what that would be. You were born to make a difference. You shape reality. Oh, Hello, I'm Neil Clark, and welcome to New Stars Show. Today I'm talking to an Aberdeenshire lass who is a singer, songwriter, former beauty queen, a music sensation across the world, and an ambassador for mental health. Please welcome AJ McLovely. Welcome to the show, AJ. Hi, thank you for having me. Hello. You're very welcome, and how are you? I'm fine. I'm been off and done my workout this morning already so i'm raring to go <laughs> oh right okay so the blood's pumping and you're rocking and rolling so that's that's yeah. that's good <laughs> when did your love for music singing and songwriting start um really as young as i can remember i mean i remember being about sort of seven eight years old and any pocket money i had used to go on like cassettes and i remember singing along to like everything and my mom and dad listened to a lot of music of all different genres and I suppose that was just kind of how I was brought up and then then I started to write songs and poems when I was in primary school Mm. and it just kind of developed and it's something that has just stayed with me and progressed as life's gone on. (laughs) Wow so where have you drawn your influences from? Um you know I've got so many influences it's ridiculous you could sit here all day. Um, Cheryl Crow is one of them isn't it? Yeah, Cheryl Crow. Yeah, I just have so much love for her and her songs. Um, incredible. And like, I think she's just really evolved as well. You know, she's some artists kind of have a good couple of years of a run at it. But, you know, she's still going strong and um, everything she writes is, is amazing. And um, Pink, I absolutely adore Pink. I think she's incredible. Oh, Great she performer. is. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Apart from artists they, where you get your ideas from mm-hmm. and where you want to go with your music because you're sort of country as well as rocky aren't you really yeah we did i would say it's really hard to put a specific genre on me because all of my four really singles are very very different and you know i do have a huge love of country and the actually the fifth single i'm working on at the moment is going to be a country number for sure but um i think it's because i just love so many genres so yeah, it's uh, it's difficult to pinpoint one specific one for me because I love dance music as well and I love kind of ballads and I love kind of poppy stuff as well. So it's it's difficult to kind of <laughs> put me in one category. But yeah. And we're going to evidence that um, that balance that you have from ballads to a bit of a, a bit of disco, uh, an electric <laughs> um, synthesized music. Um, because you featured with Angelo K. Yeah. Um, but we've got four songs which vary in tempo and pitch and depth and meaning. Um, but you are a mum of two, a, a fitness enthusiast and a nature lover. So where yeah. do you find the time for music? I just guess music is just there 
in me the minute I wake up. I, I'm always singing. I'm always making up lyrics. I'm always, I mean, Breathe came about when I was in my car and I was on the school run and things just kind of came to me and I had to stop the car and, and do voice memos and get the melodies and stuff. I, I, I'll always have time for music because it's really therapeutic for me and really healing. And, you know, I'm at my happiest when I'm singing, writing, performing. It's, yeah. So I am busy all the time, but I like to keep busy. And yeah, it always takes priority, though. <laughs> I mean, not over my children, obviously, but no. over everything else, it does. You know, that's that's my that is my first love. And um, I'll always make, manage to make time for it, for sure. <laughs> so music is your happy place. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I could be having the worst day ever. And yeah, I'll get up and sing, even if it's just rehearsing for a show. And I, you will see such a difference in me, like almost instantaneously. And, you know, sometimes I don't think I can come out of that mood and then I start. So, you know, it's, it's, it's so therapeutic and it's so important to people, you know, all over the world. And yeah, that's massive. <laughs> I think it, it, I think music is the, the one bond that every human being on this world, um, shares. Whatever it is, yeah. it's the one thing that, that unites us all is, is yeah. the love for music. So let's take a breather now and play your first song on, on the list being Hold On. Now, this is an absolute fantastic song. So sit back, relax, close your eyes and just listen. I know it's hard to see
welcome back. I'm with the lovely AJ McLovely. You're an amazing person, AJ, and not just by blessing us with your musical talent, but by raising spirits during lockdown with your music. Why did you want to do that? Um, to be honest with you, I guess it's just in me. And, you know, even just Friday there, it was um, World Suicide Prevention Day. And, you know, it was a tough day for me. And I, I could have just sat at home on the sofa. And I went over this in my head so many times and that I could have just sat at home and done nothing. But I wanted to do something to acknowledge it and other people that are suffering and this is the thing. I guess I'll always be that type of person that no matter how bad I'm feeling, I just have it in me that I always constantly want to help other people. And, you know, it's not necessarily people I know. A lot of the time it is strangers. I just have this. I'm an empath. I have this whole care thing for people that I don't even know. And I care too much, I guess, sometimes. But I'll, I've just always been like that. And for me, it's it's the right thing and the ease and also the easiest thing to do. Like I'm unhappy if I'm not helping other people. So yeah. Selfless okay. through and through, aren't you? Um, well, <laughs> maybe I am. I'm quite, um, I don't really take compliments very well. <laughs> so, like, you know, you said, Oh, you're an amazing person. And I'm just sitting there thinking, no, I'm just me. I'm just me, but thank you. And that's lovely. But I don't think I ever give myself that whole, gratification because I'm just not really like that it's it's just who I am you know we're all different you've had a life-changing experience which halted your music um can you tell us about that yeah so three years ago I lost my dad to prostate cancer um he had Huntington's disease prior to that which was pretty awful for us all to live with for um, a number of years and then my dad was diagnosed with prostate cancer and unfortunately at the point where he was diagnosed it it was terminal and during that time my marriage of um, 12 years broke down and a lot of other things kind of happened in that period because I hit dark times and so yeah it was very it was a very difficult period for me um I was very close to my dad and seeing anyone go through cancer is just the worst thing. And so, yeah, I guess I was kind of off the radar for a little while. I can um, empathise with the loss of a loved one through cancer as I lost my mum um, through cancer as well. So I can oh, I, I can um, empathise with you. Um, it's, it's a horrible thing to see. It's a horrible thing to witness. Yeah. And... Everyone, you know, someone somewhere is 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 seeing it now, is feeling it now, and yeah. you know, and our hearts yeah. go out to everyone that is in that position right now, um, or has gone through that um, situation. Um, yeah. We really do feel for you. Now, you're also an ambassador Absolutely. for yeah. mental health. Um, you are an em- a social empath. You you do like to give um, all of yourself to other people um, in such a selfless way. Why down the line the, the line of mental health? Um. So unfortunately, when my dad was dying and indeed passed, um, I couldn't deal with it. And then with the breakdown of the marriage and everything else, I I lost my home and everything else, and life completely changed for us. And I hit very very 
dark places and I was incredibly low myself and so um and also my dad had suffered with his mental health all of my life so I'd kind of grown up with that and so for me it was hugely important to do something about it and I wanted to help other people and I think the thing for me is I just felt so lonely and I felt like I had nobody to talk to and I felt like there was no help had I felt had I known differently perhaps I would have been better but you know and this is the whole thing for me is I try I do talk about it a lot and as an ambassador I think that's the right thing to do because you're you know you're you're getting the word out you're raising awareness and you're helping other people by doing so but I think I became so much more aware of it during lockdown that I talked about it a lot and did a lot to raise money for mental health but then I started having so many people open up to me and then it would be like they would watch my shows but they would also contact me and open up and it's one of those things that really the biggest thing is talking about it and getting it off your chest and realizing you're not alone and so that for me I never want anyone to feel the way that I did and I can't stop that because the world's a big place and there's only so much I can do as one person but the more you talk about it the more we get it out there the more we spread the message that it is okay uh, to not be okay then hopefully we'll remove a lot of the stigma and we can start working towards helping people rather than this whole shame thing it's nothing to be ashamed of everybody at some point in their life will suffer with mental health whether it be themselves their child a partner a relative you know it, it's there it, and we've all I suppose and most people have experienced it to a degree during COVID and I think you know that's been a, a good time to raise awareness of it and that it, we're not invincible no matter I mean I was riding high I was having the time of my life on, on paper you know I had this husband two kids beautiful home two nice cars a family who were loving caring and it all went overnight and that was my circumstances that led me to those dark places it can happen to anyone and I don't judge anyone because you know it can happen to Absolutely. anyone at any time well our next song is born to make a difference mm-hmm. what is that about okay so born to make a difference is a collaboration um it was actually a fan of mine that was watching my lives and he had written the song and it, um, he felt it was very appropriate to release it during lockdown because it's about realising the difference that you make in the world and that everybody's here for a reason. Um, and so that is generally what it's about. It's that we're all here for a purpose and it's about realising that. And it's about, you know, we all go into this place where we're just living a routine and we kind of feel like, what are we doing here? And, and Born to Make a Difference is supposed to kind of inspire you that you know, you're here for something and you need to find it, what it is that you're you're good at or what message it is you should be spreading and it's a really positive beautiful song that is rather deep isn't it yeah that we're all here for a reason um a lot of people wouldn't wouldn't believe that would they they think well you've just been born you live your life then you die um yeah that's how some people live their lives they don't what makes you think that there is a specific purpose for each individual i mean i am quite spiritual anyway and as i've touched on with you already that i'm an empath and i i genuinely believe that there's a gift in everyone you know and sometimes sadly as you've already said some people just don't realize that or even just get so stuck in just being in this routine and and getting sucked into the world of how we should be and what we should have and they almost don't see the things that 
you know, they should be doing or that could make a difference. I mean, it, and mine is a classic example of that if I had, if I hadn't have gone through that with my dad, as awful as it is, and then the marriage hadn't kind of fallen apart, I wouldn't have then got back to the things I, I love. And, and you know, my love of nature, my love of photography, my love of exercise, the singing, I wouldn't have probably done those things because I was just going along in my life, married, two children, going to work, coming home, going to bed, starting again. But because, yeah. you know, sometimes we hit a massive change in our lives and circumstance, then we kind of start to discover who we are. And I guess that's the whole thing for me is that this journey has led me to discover who I am and what I do. And I know now it's made such a difference to other people with, with the music and what I do for mental health. And, and that's what makes me think that everyone does have a purpose. It's just that sometimes we don't see that because we're we kind of dragged down this path of we should do this, we should marry, we should have children, we should have this nine to five job, we should have this big house, we should. In actual fact, I kind of, since all that's happened, you know, I, I'm very happy outdoors and I don't look for these material things at all. And I, I like to just be in nature and I would live in a little log cabin that, that you know, other things, small things make me happy. Um, but unfortunately, not everyone kind of realizes that. But yeah. That's my take on it. <laughs> so you've had a bit of a traumatic uh, reality check, haven't you? Yeah. A big shake-up to say, hey, this is this is life. This is what your life is all about. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. So I think the message really for, for everyone is, is, hello, wake up, smell the coffee. Yeah. Um, you've only got one life. Yeah. And... We need to live it. Absolutely. Uh, and not take advantage of what's around us, who's around us, and to take on, because nature is severely neglected, I feel, yeah. um, in every way. Sea life, the birds, the bees, everything is, is, uh, taken, taken for granted. Yeah. And, um, I think we all need to have a reality check. Um, if we haven't had one already, uh, then it's time to wake up and um, have one yourself. So let's um, let's play this song because it might just jog quite a few minds to have that reality check. It's uh, born to make a difference. Are you being the person you were born to be? Do you believe in a destiny? Uh huh. Uh huh. Are you stuck in a routine and doing it twice? Cause the first attempt didn't look as nice. Uh -huh. Are you on the road to nowhere? Doesn't make you cast a crown. If you want to be going somewhere, don't let it catch you down. You were born to make a difference. Do you know what that can be? You were born to make a difference. To shape reality. You were born to make a difference. Whatever that may be. You were born to make a difference. So make your life the way it should be. Every day, wish there was another way. Uh huh. Uh huh. Are you working on a production line? Feel like you're running out of time. Uh huh. Uh huh. Do you dream of what you dream? If you follow your design, are you brave enough to take action? And do you have the fire? You won't fall. 
This is New Star Show with the amazing AJ McLovely, and we are talking um, about AJ's life. Now, AJ, we've been talking about mental health and how everyone somewhere has possibly had an experience of mental health issues, whether it's due to lockdown or another personal matter. Um, yeah. I've been, I've been in your boat um, a couple of times with, with regards to mental health, and... It's not nice. It's not nice being in a very dark place because you don't want to know anything. Yeah. When I suffered mental health, it was still very much the elephant in the room. Yes. And people, friends, relatives, your boss at work, yeah. they don't understand because they can't see your arm in a plaster cast. They can't see your head hanging off. They can't see you in a hospital bed. Therefore, you're making it all up. Yeah. Yeah. Is that the true reality of mental health victims? Of course not. But it's like you said, unless somebody suffered themselves, they don't understand it at all. They don't understand what it's like to wake up every day and think, here we go again. I can't get through this. I can't get out of bed because they're not experiencing things like, you know, such as that or being lonely or on their own or grief or loss or, you know, sometimes, sometimes people suffer without all those things but generally people's mental health will suffer as a result of something that's happened in their life I mean mine started because I was bullied at school and then progressively just think because my confidence was low and all the rest of it things happened throughout life because I didn't stick up for myself and so but there'll be other people who've experienced a loss at an early age and things and it is real. Of course, it's real. You know, we're, we're facing huge issues with it, especially during lockdown. But this is the strange thing is that, you know, there's people been suffering with mental health for years. And as soon as lockdown hit, there's people that are struggling with their mental health because of the pandemic. And I understand that, of course, it's something that we're, we've never really experienced before. But there are people struggling with their lives every day before the pandemic even hit. But I do think that's now made People empathise more with those suffering and think, well, you know, this is this how they feel? Is this how they felt for some time? And there has been some under some more understanding from certain people. You're always going to have that stigma and you're always going to have those people that choose to either ignore it or not want to support it. And that's fine. Everybody's entitled to do what they want to do. But I think the more we can talk about it and say, that, I mean, you know, it does go on and it's happening and try and support each other then the likelihood is we're going to make a lot more people better but by just covering up or walking away from people not supporting and having the whole stigma attached it's just going to get a whole lot worse um yeah so it's very much real and I think we're seeing that now in every sector you know we're seeing that in children because they've had to face what they've had to face during COVID we're seeing it in the elderly who've been isolated we're seeing it in in 
men who were going out to work and then have been shut away at home, um, and, you know, and, and stuck at home and not in offices and not socialising. We're seeing it everywhere. And this is the message. It can happen to anyone and it is real and it is there and that we should be supporting one another and helping people to get through it and over it quicker. So what can anyone do that is suffering mental health? You know, what can anyone um, do to help themselves if they've got this dark cloud, they're in that place? I mean, yeah, I mean, obviously, as a mental health ambassador, I'm not I'm not a professional, but I no. if somebody was to come to me, for instance, one of my friends, family members, work colleagues was to come to me and say, look, I'm feeling like this then obviously talking about it, being there for them, supporting them, and then pointing them in the right direction of help. You know, there, there are lots of like helplines, um, one of them obviously being Samaritans. And, you know, that was the um, charity that I chose to donate to f- from my live gig online on Friday night. But, you know, there's, there's several ones that exist. They're very easy to access. Um, and it's also, you know, contacting your, your GP and they will point you in the right direction of help. I mean, I I went to my GP and then was referred to a charity called Sam H. And through Sam H, they referred me to a group called Branching Out, which was like outdoor therapy. And that was the most helpful thing for me. So there's something different for everyone. Just because you're feeling like that doesn't mean that you are then going to go into hospital and, and be searching or have to go down the, the route of psychiatry. There are other things available out there. I would say you, you opening up about it, holding it to yourself will not help because you're just living in your own mind. It's good to just talk about it. Yes, you are going to come across people, even the ones who are closest to you, that will baffle you, that will walk away from you or turn their backs on you. But there are people who do care. You know, um, I mean, I, I've said to you that even just doing my lives, I've had so many people that I didn't know that have opened up to me about you know deep things and that they're suffering and it and they've actually said i've saved their life and i'm a total stranger to them I, I, I won't ever probably meet them because they live miles and miles away but it's talking about it and it's finding out where you can get help from as well um and you know just other people maybe going on and, and being an ambassador as well so finding out where they can point people in the right direction every workplace you'd have somebody there that deals with mental health so that you feel supported because when you're signed off with that and then people just don't understand it and you're not getting any like help, you know, and then you have to go back into that environment. It's, a, it's all very uh, consuming. So I think it needs to be it needs to be recognised more and there needs to be it needs to be highlighted more where you can where you can get help. And you should be able to get help in your place of work and, you know, from friends and family as, as well. It's crucial. That's well said. Well said. And I couldn't agree with you more. Thank you. Um, workplaces should be more geared up for um, mental health definitely and hopefully hopefully we can start to change this but everyone has to talk everyone has to push and make mental health a lot more recognized than what it is now Um, because so many dark things come out of being in that dark place yeah and it's just all it needs is is a hand a helping hand to pull you out of the dark shadows uh, and back into the light. That's all it needs is, is a helping hand. And if we can do that, if everyone can do that, yeah. then I think we're on the right path of helping people that need that support. We really do. Absolutely. And, and you know, it's what you say there. It's just helping somebody. It's all very well posting all over your social media um, when something happens like 
Caroline Flack, which, for example, was absolutely awful. And she um, she also ended her own life. But people were so quick to jump on that bandwagon and change their profile picture and make it like, you know, just be kind. And then some of those same people, and I'd say quite a lot of those same people that know somebody who is a close friend in their life or family member, and yet they never, ever check in on them. And they know they feel like that and they never ask how they're doing and they never help them. They never go go for a walk with them or talk to them. It's all like, oh, well, we'll just say we're, you know, we're supporting, but they're, they're not actually supporting. So how about instead of changing your profile picture, maybe you actually actively think, what can I do to help? Can I train? Can I do a little course online and become a mental health ambassador? Can I do my Save a Life course? You know, and, and you know, it's all these things. We've all got the ability to do it. And we're talking about human life here. It's a life. There's nothing more important than that. Absolutely. So what has it been like? You've come through a very dark time and you've finally started to get back out there to do some gigs and do some performing and collaborating with other musicians. Yeah. So what's it been like stepping foot back into what you've missed so so much i mean it's been quite a difficult little journey to um to be honest but now like at first i was very very frightened like because everything had been online so I, I hadn't performed an actual live audience gig for well over a year and the thought of going back with like social anxiety and everything as well was just really overwhelming but now i'm actually back and kind of through that it's incredible it's so wonderful to be back and have people clapping and dancing and seeing reactions and, you know, just seeing people enjoying themselves and, you know, being in that buzz. I mean, I'm, I'm in my own little world when I'm performing, but it's a wonderful feeling to think that, I mean, actually last week I did a gig, um, I think it was a week ago last Saturday. And I actually just at one point kind of looked down at myself. I was, I never normally sit down, but I was doing a couple of slow numbers and I, and I looked down at me and, and the school and I was like, Oh, I'm the musician performing here. Oh, it's actually me. And it was just one of those, like really surreal moments that, you know, I've been in pubs before and been in venues and been like, oh, yeah, you know, there's I'm, I'm watching somebody else or listening to them. And I was like, oh, it's actually me. And so that was really surreal just to be back in it again. Um, but, yeah, wonderful. You know, I had um, there was a, a diamond wedding actually being celebrated that night. And um, I believe that the groom and he um, was up dancing to my song Bleeding Heart, which is quite a dancey number. And, you know, that moment for me was like incredible. It's like things like that. I, I love to see people enjoying themselves. And, you know, as I've said before many times as an empath, that is the most wonderful thing to see. Um, and I was very scared about it. I'm not going to lie. But now I'm fully booked up until the new year and it's exciting and it is what I love doing. So yeah it's great to be back again <laughs> yeah i bet i bet well let's take a a, a short break and um play your next song which is quite an emotional song called breathe but i'm not going to say nothing about the song but i want everyone to have a listen to this song because i think you know again it could be a wake-up call here it is breathe if i convince myself you were too good for this Feel you all around me, and everything. 
welcome back to new stars if you've missed us don't worry i'll give you the link at the end of the uh, at the end of the show so you can go back and uh, catch up um i'm with the lovely aj mclovely um although i have a inkling that is a stage name isn't it yeah. your aj isn't but um <laughs> the mclovely is isn't yeah. it but we won't we won't disclose your real name we'll keep it a secret <laughs> Um, if you could perform with any living artist, who would it be and why? There's so many, but I think I'm going to go with what came to my mind first of all, and that would be Pink. Oh, do you know what? That was on the forefront of my mind. Yeah. That really was. <laughs> um, okay, so why? I am absolutely in awe of her. She she's just she just blows my mind she's such a performer like so she she's an incredible singer and you know she writes some amazing things and they're all so powerful and deep and resonate with so many people and what she writes is real and raw and she's feisty and you know she she has she's had people telling her oh you can't do this you can't do this and she's fought back and she's done it and she's proven it um but she puts on such a show and it's not just when you go and see her live you know it's an actual show and she's phenomenal and i actually watched her um documentaries as well and how she takes her children along and i've just got so much admiration for her i I just couldn't she's kept me going with some of her songs through so many dark times and what she writes is real and from the heart and so for that reason yeah she's she's so different as well that i love her authenticity and that's the one thing i I love, I love to be authentic. And so I'm huge. I've just got so much admiration for her. Can't you tell? <laughs> I can, I can. You're oozing pink. Yeah. Um, okay, so what song? If you had a choice, um, she said to you, you can sing one of mine or I can sing one of yours. Okay. What would you say? I would probably go with Courage which is on her latest album, and I don't know right, okay. if you've heard that one because it's not a, a single release, it's an album release. Um, it's an absolutely amazing song. For me, it really resonates. It's about having the courage to... Well, this is my take on it. It's about having the courage to face the person that you are and try and fight the demons and keep going and transform your life. And it's deep and it's beautiful and just yeah it's just an absolutely amazing awe-inspiring song Mm. okay so what's next on the horizon for aj mclovely so i'm working on releasing my ep um later this year which will have my four tracks to date on uh so that's exciting um i'm also working on doing a covers album as well because obviously a lot of my um live shows have predominantly been covers so I'm working on that um I'm working on two duets at the moment one with another very well-known um artist in the Aberdeenshire area so that's exciting um my bookings well I'm booked up till the first of January so I'm gonna be a busy girl um so yeah at the moment that's probably enough to keep me going but yeah that's all that's all happening um, I'm also working on releasing some of my older stuff, which was, oh, many years ago, dancey kind of stuff. Um, so I'm looking at going back to release, re-release and um, reproduce some of those as well. So it's, it's, it's certainly busy, but very exciting. Do you find 
with your audiences they they prefer you to sing cover songs as opposed to singing your own i mean if i'm doing my online lives everybody knows my songs so they do love when i do my own original stuff when i'm out and about at the moment because this has been 18 months of not performing and and you're maybe showing up to people who don't have facebook and, and don't know who you are and don't know your music um you know, so they won't know your original music the same. However, I, I usually do put one or two in on my shows and they're received really well. And usually there's some of my kind of fans, friends, family come along and, you know, they know them. So, yeah, no, I, I would say they are received well. But I think the thing with cover versions is that people hear a song, for instance, say Fleetwood Mac, and you've got memories attached to that song. It's just creating new memories. So, now people do have memories for some of my songs, like Hold On, for example. But mm. for, I think, a lot of people, like, and I think this is why tribute bands, like, when they're performing, do quite well, is that it's it's recreating memories, and people like that. They like to look back on something and be like, oh, this song, do you remember that? And, you know, you see it. People get like, yeah. out of their chairs so quickly, whereas they're maybe a bit more reluctant at the start, but then they're like, well, this is a tune, and then, then they'll get up and dance. So, yeah, it's... I try to do a bit of both. Where can anyone get hold of your your songs or your EP? How can we go about and get it? Uh, so my music is on all online music platforms. So iTunes, Amazon, Spotify. So any of those platforms, um, you can get it there. My EP is going to be released later on. So I always, well, I have a website and obviously my Facebook music page. So I like to keep everybody updated on there. So if anything does happen, I will let you know. Um, and my music videos are on YouTube. Well, sadly, the sands of time <laughs> has come to an end for another show. And um, we spent a lot of time really talking about mental health. And I want to reassure everyone that... Wherever you are in the world, there is someone or somewhere, an organisation that is there to help you. Um, do not feel that you're on your own and you have to go through life with this dark cloud hiding in the shadows. You don't. You can go somewhere. You can go to an organisation. Um, there are different organisations in every part of the world. Make use of them. It's no longer an elephant in the room. No, you, if you need help, you need support, go and check out your nearest mental health um, supporter or organisation. And they will put you in touch with someone um, that can help you, um, whether it's grief or bullying, whatever it is. Do not suffer in silence. That is the worst thing anyone anywhere could possibly do. AJ, it's been lovely having you on my show. It really has. You've been a real inspiration, a breath of fresh air. And um, you are a new star. And um, I would like you to drop by on the show again. And um, and I would love to welcome you back because, you know, lovely, make lovely by name, make lovely by nature. Um, if you have missed any of my show don't worry go to tinyurl.com forward slash new stars show that stars with a z and you can catch up with aj mclovely and all my other guests 
Now I'm going to play out with the cracking vibrant song called Bleeding Heart, featuring Angelo K, uh, written and performed by AJ McLovely. Of course it is. Of course it is. It'd be silly not to. Join me next time when I'll be talking to another new star. And I wonder who it will be. Take care and really, truly be kind to one another. Uh, From myself, Neil Clark, and my very special guest, AJ McLovely. Thank you for having me. Thank you. You're very welcome. Goodbye. Bye.